KCOZ FM, San Luis Obispo. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. These chicks feel like today in the conversation yesterday. These chicks weren't brought up in the conversation yesterday. Oh, the Donnas, yeah. Come on, man. I like the Donnas. I feel like uh, this is the only song I know. The Break It Out or something. Break It Out. Whip It Out. Take take It Off. I'm sure it's not Whip It Out. (laughs) It's Take It Off. Take It Off. Take It Off, baby, for me. I'm having a a three-day weekend hangover today. It was a rough day. Wait, yesterday yesterday was not part of a three-day weekend? No, I know. Yesterday was the day you get up and you go to work. It's the day after. Like, have you ever done that on a hangover? It's usually like, okay, sometimes you feel like you have a hangover the next day, but then the day after that, you're fine. But the day after that, it would be like if you drank on Saturday, Sunday, not so good. Monday's okay, but Tuesday, very rough. So, but today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, but the, we had Monday off. I see. So, yeah, anyways, you were drunk yesterday when you were doing the show. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I was drunk on uh, on Good to know. On, on not working. Yeah, I uh, just did not sleep at all last night. And I did one of those things where you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you lay there till four. And I get up at five, and uh, I didn't get up until uh, I don't know fifteen minutes ago. So here's to coffee, thank God, and the Keurig for making it super fast. And uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Very interesting. I was was wondering, yeah, day two of Under Armour. This is only going to (laughs) be the second day because I only have. The week of Under Armour. I only have two sweatshirts, so it's fine. Um, I was wondering why you closed the show yesterday and said, I've already drank every day of dry January. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know. I was like, okay. I did not drink any alcohol yesterday. I did not. I was wondering why the screen went black in the last 30 minutes of the the show. (laughs) Jumping right in. Oh, so, yeah, here we are. Day number four of January, the 4th of January, 2023. Happy New Year. And Jeff is continuing to wear his Under Armour that he got for Christmas. You know, I went and I looked, I tried to find some Under Armour. You know, quite often we have conversations on this show and it makes me want to go eat a chicken sandwich if we talk about chicken sandwiches. So my mom wanted to go shopping on, uh, I don't know, you were talking about this last week getting Under Armour. So we went shopping on, I don't know, Monday or something. And, uh, yeah, I could not find any. Somebody said they have it at Marshall's, not the Marshall's by my house. Here's the problem with, okay, so my wife drug me to uh, TJ Maxx. One of the days over the weekend, I don't know what day. And uh, they had this Under Armour shirt. But I don't like the screaming billboard uh, when it comes to clothes. And everything that they had there that was Under Armour, because I'm, I'm, I'm in the market for another sweatshirt. Sure, I'll go ahead and jump in. But it said Under Armour, like in big, huge sayings <laughs> on the front of the, on the front of the thing. And I can't, I can't get down with that. I, I like the little discreet. Like this is a little much today. I got like you know that the U and the upside down U. Yeah, the but it's U's, like yeah. 
it, it, it's like uh, well, everybody knows what Under Armour looks like, the logo, right? But I'm yeah. trying to the size of it. It's like you know, it's like three fingers on on the chest, and that's a little much. The one I was wearing yesterday was only you know a little a little tiny embroidered. Uh, does it patch. fit a little? Does it fit a little tight? I noticed I got a sweatshirt. It does. It's a three quarter oh. zip uh, pull up, and it's uh, it's an extra large, but it feels like it's a it fits like a large. Maybe that's what I like about I have. it. Maybe that's what I like about it best is it fits perfect. Like like there, oh, okay. there's no you know you know there's like there's larges that you get sometimes and you're like oh, this is a little tight or this is a little big you don't know like I there needs to be a better standard in clothing. Either that it really or does. I drop, it's like I commercials gain, when you go gain weight like Oprah. I don't know because it reminds it, me of commercials when you go to when you're watching a show and you go to a commercial and it's so much louder than the show the the TV show was. I feel like that's the same. There's no uh, consistency with sizes. I go to it's, Eddie Bauer. I wear a large, uh, yeah. sometimes a medium. I, but everywhere else, I got to wear an XL. Someplace, if I go, I got to wear a double X. Where was it? Yes, I, I, I'm exactly. I, I'm not quite the double X, but d- for the, for there to be a variance of XL in some products and medium in other products, that is, there is something wrong with the clothing industry, and that's where I sit. Sometimes it's, I'm like, man, this large, this this large is not fitting. I got to go to an XL, and so I. And then I get like a a shirt at God. Where is the place where my wife buys the clothes? Oh, it's um, it's old Target. It's the worst. It's the worst. Oh yeah, old navy. Old navy is. I'm I'm convinced that old navy only makes clothes for fat people, and they try to make them feel good (laughs) with their sizing. Because I wear large swimsuits across the board. So. I walk in there. I need a swimsuit. The other, or like during the summertime, I needed a swimsuit. I walk in there. I'm like, all right, large, grab it. Come, I look, come, I look like Bozo the Clown wearing these <laughs> things, going to a pool party. And I'm like, what the hell? So I take them back. I have to get the mediums, and the mediums fit big. I yeah, swear, everybody uh, needs old to get on the same is for page. fat people to make them feel better. They're like, oh, I'm only wearing a medium. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's the XL? What's the double XL in old baby? Is, is it a is army surplus tent? <laughs> that is annoying. I hate buying something, especially at Costco, because you can't really try it on. And, and then you yes. get it home, and then you can't yes. go back. But so, they have a great anyways. return policy, and that's why they have it, right? Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, today, $25 to go to the Apple Farm for you fat people that like to shop at, uh, at Old Navy. You go yeah. eat yourself some apple pie Old, or Old some, any, any of their pies. Biscuits and, and gravy, whatever you want. For you thin people, you can spend it in the marketplace. You can explore goods. They have over 70 local markets inside this little uh, you know spot over there at the Apple Farm. So you can win that coming up later if you know the show. Thanks for jumping on in 2023 to the Apple Farm. We know a little bit more about what's going to happen with the Red Zone. We can say congratulations to a winner. We know a little bit more if you're in a fantasy football league. That game is not going to be replayed. Uh, the Bills-Bengals game, and now just getting a little oh, bit of news. I'm, Not I'm glad you news, know, by the way. I'm, gl- I'm glad you know a little bit more because yeah. I'm getting text messages as the commissioner of the league, and I don't know how to answer them. It uh, says the progress. I did not have a great night. Uh, we'll get to exactly what that means coming up. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So we got a little bit more uh, understanding what's going on in the Red Zone Challenge, uh, brought to you by Fred Bruin Realtor and California Diesel. 
and RV uh, as far as week number 17 due to the cancellation of the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals game, which, from what I understand, will not be replayed. But in the contest rules, it says, and thank God Suzanne is back from vacation because she's the one that loves to dig in and look for this kind of stuff. I if the game is canceled, rules. postponed, or forfeited, huh? I don't, don't read, read contest yeah, I, don't I, 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 I say I do. I accept it. I accept it, yeah. Um, if a game is canceled, postponed, or forfeited, no points will be awarded for that game. If a tiebreaker game is canceled, postponed, or forfeited, uh, the winner will be chosen at random. All right. If the entire week of game play is canceled, we don't need to get into that because that didn't happen. So, uh, so anyways, uh, we do have a winner, and it is our first woman this year, right? Isn't it? Th- no, no, it's not the first I woman. Don't, we had a, I don't think so. I think we've had No, we had, we had a gal from like Los Osos or something. Cayucas. Cayucas, yeah. That went earlier in the season. So, yes, uh, we will be calling... Uh, Jessica in Paso Robles today and talking to her as she was chosen as the winner. And uh, so congratulations to her, Jessica Rawls out of Paso. So at 830, and then we'll play a song with her group, whoever it is, for her. So now we have that answered. Now this game is not going to be replayed. So um, is the commissioner of the Fantasy Football League, what does that mean to you, Jeff? Well, I'm glad that the uh, Josh Allen um, owner eked out a victory without having to play Josh Allen in the in the fantasy championship, which probably likely. I mean, like I I don't I don't know what to do. There there's there's games that lay lay in the balance, and there's going to be zero results from this from this game. Like like there's not going to be a, you you said that they're not going to play the game. That game just disappears. They're not going to add a, a, night, a week 19 for seeding purposes, and they're not going to play that game. I mean, how does this work for the As playoffs? of yesterday, the NFL decided not to play that game. So I don't know if that means they're going to change their mind and play that game in the future. But as of right now, they are not going to play that game. We're treating that game as if it wasn't there or if it was canceled. So that's how we kind of move on from there. Well, that makes my bitching uh, about the Seahawks uh, scheduling things seem pretty insignificant. What if, what if, what if this is, this is a, a good out for them to not have to deal with the bitching of the, of the uh, January 8th uh, schedule uh, from people like me who are like, why would you take a game? Cause now the AFC has every region reason to, to complain about everything. Because so you might want to hold off if you're going to make your picks this week because the Red Zone Challenge still has this as the Sunday night game, the Detroit-Green Bay game. Is, yeah. that, is that where it's still at right now? Yes, that's going to be the way it is. This <laughs> is just crazy. It's insanity. I don't understand uh, now, it. As far as DeMar Hamlin is considered, he is, he is uh, stable but in still serious condition in intensive care this morning. He's sedated. Doctors have him laying on his stomach to take some pressure off his lungs as he did suffer some lung damage. We don't know how much at this point. Still pretty early. Uh, his uncle is now talking to the press, and he is saying that uh, he is, his heart stopped again at the hospital, and they had to re, uh, 
re- resuscitate him again. But uh, last night he actually uh, was stable. Uh, I don't know if he's made much of an improvement, but um, he's using percent of a of a ventilator now. Which my stepdad was in a pretty bad car accident. And they had to sedate him and put him on a ventilator. As a matter of fact, if you're on a ventilator, you're sedated because it's it feels like you're being choked out uh, if you're when you're awake. So they sedate you and they put uh, this vent down you, and it pretty much just breathes for you or it pushes air into your lungs. And uh, <clears throat> so, anyways, that's what he's using 50% of that right now. So, uh, obviously, still the first thing on our when mind. When you say 50%, that does that mean 50% he's, he's breathing on his own and then 50% ventilator? Or I'm not a doctor, but yes, that's what I would assume is okay. that uh, if he's using 50% of a ventilator, uh, and they say it's a big improvement from when he first got there. That I'm guessing, yeah, that he's he's yeah he's, because he's, he's he wasn't breathing, breathing on, his, on own, his own, but but they're still using a ventilator at this point to help him assist and do that. So, uh, anyways, and if we hear anything I was, else this morning, we'll pass it along. I was hearing more TV doctors. Um, in fact, right before we started the show this morning, I was watching something on TV. Uh, and there was confirmation to what the internet doctor that I was talking about said yesterday. It was that uh, uh, my I don't know how to say it. Cordio. Yeah, it's where the it, it, yeah it's where he got hit right at the wrong time, right at the perfect time as his heart was beating in the in that down pattern, and that's what caused the cardiac arrest. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite a it's quite a term. Very rare. But still, to think that our bodies are that fragile, because you know, I mean, we think we're we think we're invincible, right? I mean, gosh, we all do stupid stuff. Um, you know, I mean, you'd think you'd think that there would be something to, to protect against that, of all things. You know, I mean, it's like that's just by chance, you know. You could your life could be taken from you by chance. Well, people, people don't, your kid walks yeah, up to you and punches you in the chest, you know, joking around or something, and it gets you at the wrong time, and boom. Yeah, just think about that. You could kill somebody just by you know goofing off and slapping them hard at the wrong time in the right spot. Now, you, obviously, the chances of doing that are probably pretty rare. But yeah, we have we have a we have a vein that runs through the the right side of our neck that if or the left side of our neck that if you. Uh, if it gets cut, you'll bleed out within seconds. Yeah, um, you know, if you, it gets nicked, so people drown all the time because they don't realize that you know currents in rivers or you know things like that can riptides down, and you'll yeah. I mean, riptides are bad, and so yeah, there's there's all kinds of things that we just have Life to be careful fragile. with. And unfortunately, um, did, yeah, you could go at any time. I did hear them mimicking. Uh, I got to give kudos to you, Jeremy, because you're. You're not a doctor, but you did play one on the radio yesterday. The TV doctors were also saying that everybody should learn CPR for you know situations like this because it could happen to anyone. Um, and they said the that's what saved him. Is that the medical personnel were right there? They were, you know, and and they don't know what the damage is at this at this extent of it because he's still been sedated to help his body recover faster. Is what I was reading from mm-hmm. doctors at the hospital there in Cincinnati. So, um, but you know, the fact that they were right there probably saved his life. And we were talking about Mike Leach, how he had a heart attack and nobody attended to him for fifteen minutes, and he ended up really much 
dying because he didn't have oxygen to his brain. And they got him to the hospital, and he was brain dead, and then his body pretty much just shut down after, I don't know, 24, 48 hours or whatever it was. So, yeah, having CPR, I think, is obviously being able to do those chest compressions could save somebody's life. And to think um, people love, let alone is, just anybody. I wonder if that is a, um, a standard for if you live in a rural area. Like my wife always jokes whenever we go to my in-laws, um, she's like, you know, I, she's scared because she's afraid that the kids will get hurt and the closest hospital's like an hour away. And that is if we luck out with the... Right. And, and, and that hospital is questionable as a hospital. Let's just put it that way. No, no, I understand exactly what she's thinking. And since this thing with Mike Leach happened and now with this thing uh, with Hamlin... Is, you know, I spend a lot of weekends uh, about 45 minutes to an hour away from a hospital when I go out to my buddy's cabin place, you know, out on the river. And I was thinking, I might buy a defibrillator just to have there. Yeah, I don't, I don't said think that, that much. The doctors on TV said that they, uh, they have the directions right on them. Anybody could use them. Yeah, you, 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 you turn you them on and the it. little, yeah, the voice comes on and says, all right, grab the paddles, do this, do that, do this. And I mean, I would read the directions. <laughs> maybe before you have an emergency just so you know but yeah but yeah, then you'd no, be I like me about that if you have a you'd be like me with cpr you'd forget <laughs> but at least with this like machine two hours you turn later. it on it tells it tells you what to do so idiots yeah. like us could maybe still be worth a damn i don't know i've, I've been what are they on amazon i'm gonna go look i'm gonna go see what a defibrillator costs on amazon but yeah, how are you gonna have that on you at all times i'm gonna no i'm just gonna keep it at the cabin and that way, it's out there if somebody has a problem, you know. But if something bad happens, is it likely to happen at the cabin, or is it likely to happen, like, in the field? Because I know you do a lot of recreating. Can you well, take that on a it could happen. In, it, could, it could happen in, a, in either place, I guess. It could happen in either place. It could happen. You could carry it in your side-by-side. You carry it in your jet boat. You carry it in your raft. You carry it in your Dude. I'm sure they have them on their boats. Uh, you know, the, you know, you go out and they have them in your boat. So if you're a couple miles out, you can, you know, do something before you get back. If you have defibrillator on body and what's that helicopter rescue service that you subscribe to? Every Life, day? Flight. Life flight. Life flight. You, <laughs> you are the most prepared outdoorsman in the world. If you take a defibrillator, no, you got to have a personal locator beacon. That PLB Jeff PLB I get one. If I forgot you're about be hiking that. around in the woods. It's your can't personal locator beacon. Can they just make an all-in-one unit? Like you know, you buy the defibrillator, you get the life flight, and then the, it's got the beacon on it as well because it's the Swiss Army knife of survival oh and God. rescue. You realize this is I'm 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 whole, I'm going to start working on that today. That's it. This yeah. is how I'm going to retire and make my fortune. It's yeah. a defibrillator that has a personal locator beacon mm-hmm. built into it, all for three hundred dollars. Yeah, everybody should, can and have just one. for good measure, just put like a toothbrush on the side of it or something too. Ninety three point three KZOC rocks the eight oh five. Good morning with your Central Coast headlines. I'm Scott Taylor. Trevor Meeks police have identified one of the men struck and killed by an Amtrak train last month. 
The San Luis Obispo County Coroner's Office says Arroyo Grande resident, 55-year-old Ronald Gupton, was the first of two men killed after being struck by a train in two separate incidents. Using surveillance video, investigators determined Gupton stepped off the platform and onto the tracks to retrieve something as the train approached. The December 5th incident is being called an accident. The second fatal train collision is still under investigation. Santa Barbara County safety officials are keeping an eye on three major wildfire burn scar areas this morning. Areas impacted by the Thomas Cave and Alisal fires have become a cause for concern after the National Weather Service issued a flood watch for Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo, and Ventura counties. A storm system approaching the central coast is expected to carry heavy rain and damaging winds starting today. Meanwhile, the city of Paso Robles has issued an evacuation warning for the Salinas Riverbed. And flood watches are in effect from Redding to San Clemente. But the new part is that this storm, in comparison to last weekend, will have winds of 50 to 70 miles an hour. ABC's Alex Stone. Some areas are declaring emergencies already. Last weekend's storm was not as powerful. This one is forecast to be much worse with extreme rain and wind. The National Weather Service is warning there will be widespread flooding, downed trees, power outages, and likely loss of life. With your Central Coast headlines, I'm Scott Taylor. A lot of love for Darren Hamlin, who is still in intensive care, uh, critical care. He's uh, stable. He's laying on his chest uh, due to uh, the fact that his lungs need a break. Apparently, if you lay on your back, it, it gives you a little more stress on the lungs. He's got a ventilator in, breathing 50% for him. He's breathing 50% on his own. Uh, his uncle is kind of a pseudo-spokesperson uh, for the family, his uncle, Glenn, Dorian Glenn is the dude's name. Uh, he's been talking to uh, CNN this morning outside the hospital, and he said that uh, his nephew died twice during this process. I'm just glad he's still alive and able to fight and trying to get better and recover. You told me off camera your nephew died twice. Can you explain? Well, his heart had went out, so um, they had to resuscitate him twice. They resuscitated him on the field before they brought him to the hospital, and then they resuscitated him a second time when he got to the hospital. So I just want to show my gratitude for the medical staff that were on hand because if not for them, my nephew probably wouldn't even be here. Are are you dead if your heart stops? Are you dead at that point, I guess? Maybe they resuscitate him, they bring him back to life? Is that? I mean, remember that game or that movie? Was it called Ramp? No. I can't remember. Julia Roberts was in it, and they would actually put people down, and then they would bring them back oh, to life. Flatliners. Yes, thank you. Flatliners. So if you flatline, are you dead? I'd, somebody wrote earlier, oh, my God, a football player just died on the field, and they brought him back to life. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's quite correct. He had a cardiac event. His heart stopped, and they were able to get it started again. But I don't know what, how you decide. Well, if uh, left untreated, he would have died, right? Yes, he would be dead, for sure. Uh, here's a, an emergency room doctor to explain the process of what happened to him, uh, this commodio cortis, whatever it's called. The timing of getting that contusion to the chest wall has to occur within a 40 millisecond window when the heart is repolarizing, meaning that it's getting ready to beat again. So if you have those elements line up just perfectly, it's really just bad luck. Yeah, bad luck. So... Is it the most dangerous sport in the world? Uh, could this happen somewhere else in the world at doing something else? It sounds it like happen. it. It happened on the pitch, um, as they like to say in the world of soccer. Uh, it happened a couple of years ago uh, with a guy. He was he was hit in the chest, and at this at this out, 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 actual moment, 
Much like what happened the other night, the paramedics ran out on the field, administered CPR, got his heart started again. He was in the hospital for an extended period of time, full recovery, went back to playing the sport. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's, he's a soccer player again. So, um, you know, hopefully this has the same, the same outcome. But, I mean, it, yeah. it, they're, yeah, they're it basically just... following that playbook with how they're um, working with DeMar Hamlin. And apparently, according to this doctor, who's an emergency room physician, he goes, the, getting the CPR started as quickly as possible is key to survival. Timing is essential to start the CPR and deliver those shocks. If you can do that within a matter of minutes, it greatly increases the chance of survival. All right. And so you're saying this soccer player went back to play again. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine after this play that this young man, who's got his whole life ahead of him, would go back out and I, I'm just thinking, what would you do? I, I think I'd say, you know what? That was a close call. I really enjoyed my career. I didn't make as much money as I wanted to, but maybe I can go in to do something else. I could be a trainer. I could be a coach. I could be um, at, at a different level. I could be a broadcaster. I could, there's so many different ways that you could be involved with this game without actually having to play. Or do you say, hey, what are the odds this is going to happen again? <laughs> and get back out there and, and play for another, I don't know, five, ten years. Um, I would, I would side with that. If you're asking literally, what would I do? I would side with that only because it is so rare. It is so rare. And once that was described to me after I came out and I was healthy and if I, if I'm healthy enough to play this part, I'd be like, yeah, you know, let's, let's go ahead and roll with this. I mean, you know, it, it, this is the first time it's ever happened. Think about the, Hundreds of well, thousands. Well, no, you just said of, it's happened other times. Well, no, happened I, I, it happened once in soccer, okay? Yeah. Um, but it's the first time it's ever happened in football. And it is a freak rare incident in which happened. So, I, yeah, I, I would probably be like, okay, well, if the doctors say I'm healthy enough to play and I want to play, then I will. I will. I would go out there and I would play. I mean, it's kind of... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these guys dedicate their whole lives. To make it to that level, they've dedicated their entire life to that sport. And you could see it by the reactions on the players' faces on Monday night. Um, You know, there's a lot of uh, grief on that field, and wisely they decided not to continue with the game. And I just think that, you know, he's in a different mindset. Like, you, you and I, we have zero zero risk to this job. I mean, the risk lies in the words we say and whether or not people like them or not. But that, that's, the only, that's the only risk that we have. We have no physical risk that applies to this job. Well, you don't think but, sitting in a chair for four hours is risky? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> well, I'm going to start standing then, just to, okay. just to increase that, that risk a little bit. Okay. All Who right. knows? I could get dizzy and uh, fall over. We, no, we do have a poll question. It's brought to you by Kramer State Wines. If your son wanted to play football, um, how would you uh, deal with that situation as a result of this and other health risks that are presented by the sport? And um, let's see. i got to get to these poll results. 25% are saying they would encourage their kid to play football if they wanted to. 
And 75% say they would tell him the facts and let him decide hmm. for himself. Nope. Now, I should say, I, we shouldn't say, why do you say son? Daughters can play football too now. Can they? Where? Yeah. Where are they it playing happens. football? It happens. Where are they playing there's, football? Flag football? Uh, there's, there, I, don't, I don't have it in front of me right now, but I know there's stories I've read, I've seen, where women, uh, young ladies, uh, play football as well. So anyways, if you're a kid. Yeah, you got to be careful with this they them gender thing nowadays too. Yeah, I don't. Uh, refresh I don't your page. I don't have to be careful with it. Seventy five percent are I'm saying asking they the question for the masses. <laughs> um, uh, I'm surprised nobody said discourage it. I really am surprised nobody said that they would discourage it because and I you can't at- write that. Nobody's going to know and judge you because this is anonymous. Nobody sees your vote. All right, your name's not attached to it. Your phone number's not attached to it. Like if you text. Anyways, that's KZOZ.com, Creamer State Wines, poll question. Uh, coming up, uh, no farmer's market tomorrow night. We, uh, I don't know, we got to get a hold of Whitney to ask her the, the tough questions about this new promotion that Slow has going on downtown. Well, we'll got, get into got, some of that coming up. Well, I got a message that there's no Whitney this week either. Yeah, and Nisha might be by today. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get a hold of her. It could be today or tomorrow. So uh, I guess they're getting ready to start accepting bands for the summer concert series, which is known as Concerts in the Plaza. So downtownslow.com for more on that. They're accepting today. Aerosmith and Bon Jovi coming up next. 93.3 KZOZ rocks. KZOZ morning sports. Well, the Clippers have the night off. They'll be back in action tomorrow night at 7 o'clock in Denver when they take on the Nuggets. Golden State Warriors will host the Detroit Pistons tonight at 7 o'clock. Lakers needed a travel day so they could get back home and host the Miami Heat at 7 o'clock. Over in hockey, the LA Kings got past the Stars 3-2. to two. Ducks will have home ice advantage when they take on the Stars in Anaheim at 7 o'clock. And the NFL has announced that Cincinnati Bengals and Buffalo Bills will not resume their game this week after Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest and collapsed on the field during Monday night football. Meanwhile, DeMar Hamlin's uncle says his heart had went out, so they had to resuscitate him twice. They resuscitated him on the field before they brought him to the hospital, and then they had to resuscitate him a second time when they got him to the hospital. He's currently in ICU. In hashtag form with Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Yeah, welcome in. It's 926, where we ask the hard questions. That was really lame, by the way. If Whitney would have been here, it would have been way more like officer getting drilling their subordinate. Their, uh, what was pile? He was private, right? An officer drilling their their privates. (laughs) That didn't sound right. Are you comparing uh, Nisha to Gomer Pyle? Because that's not good either. No, I'm comparing Whitney to Gomer Pyle, who apparently okay. went off snowboarding. Good for her. Enjoy your life, girl. She bought a Subaru just so she could uh, go snowboarding whenever she wanted to. Uh, to a woman has figured out. Uh, she's done some math. She's figured it out. And she put a video online. She knows why men finally decide that they're going to get married. Apparently, it, this doesn't make us sound great, but take a listen to this real quick. 
I came across this photographer. She's obviously been at a lot of weddings, and she observed that the men were marrying the woman in front of them at the time that they were ready to get married, implying that that wasn't necessarily that man's soulmate or that man's love of his life. It was just the girl he was dating at the time he was ready to get married and settle down. When a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage and ready to settle down and ready to start a family, he takes a way different approach to dating. That part in his brain of like, oh, there's another girl out there, shuts off. Because now his focus is on marriage. It's not in finding the next best thing. Do you agree or disagree being a man that is married? Full disclosure, tone of her voice made me tune it out as I read information on Twitter about about Dan Quinn. The tone of her voice, I can't I can't take her I can't take these people on the internet with their TikToks and their Instagram posts okay. and their Well I'll shrill, tell you what she said. Uh, hopefully the tone of my voice won't advice. tune you yes, out. Yes, I'll be more I will be more uh, likely to listen to what you have to say about it without okay what she said was men get ready when they're ready to get married they don't get married when they find their soulmate they get married when they're ready when they're financially ready when they're mentally ready it may not be the person that may be the best fit for them it's just whoever they're dating at the time they're ready to get married i agree let's do it i agree i agree i think timing is everything when it comes yeah, to uh, when a man is ready, I think it's, women are more romanticize everything and you know whatever. I don't know. I married the girl. I married my girlfriend from high from high school. You know, we were in high school together. So, and then, but I didn't marry her until I was. I thought it was a good time, which I was You're in right. my early thirties. No. But See? I was not going to marry somebody when I was broke. Exactly, because marriage is Pragmatic. stressful, and you know, I was going to wait till we had our careers, and then we can get married. I don't know what changed. Nothing really, except for now the government takes more out of our taxes. Hashtag BS. But you may be on to something. Go ahead. What are you, what are you reading about? Oh, I was reading about what we Dan need to Quinn. know. What, what's oh, Dan Quinn doing? Dan Quinn and Ron Rivera are, are trending. Ron Rivera trending because they're talking about uh, the commander's coach possibly retiring. That's what the rumor mill on Twitter is saying. And the Rumor mill on Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks, um, because his name is being kicked around for the job in Denver. That's what I was reading. And oh, what's going to happen way, in Arizona? Are they going to are they going to put a new head coach in there? They they have to, right? I feel like no, everybody uh, everybody is positioning for Sean Payton. His positioning for Sean Payton. I'm surprised that the the, the Denver Broncos. I'm sure. Here's the thing with Sean Payton. I don't think Sean Payton is going to want to go stand outside in Denver in December and January if they make the playoffs. Like that's not that's not a Sean Payton thing. Like he wants to stand inside in New Orleans. He's going to want to stand inside in a place that's warm like Arizona or the Chargers. <laughs> well, I mean. Sean Payton's made the money. He's. I don't think money is an issue for him anymore. Now it's more about comfort. I mean, money's still important. 
but I still don't know if it's going to be, you know, oh, well, we'll pay an extra million dollars a year to go live in this terrible place, or you can go to Arizona. <laughs> right, exactly. I, think, I was like, okay, yeah, wait, I think there's he, golf courses and swimming pools, and it gets, how cold does it get there at its coldest? 50? Okay, I'm there. Yeah, and it's 80 there right now today. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's 80 today, but I know it was 80 because my parents just left here to go home. And they're like, you know, it's 80 at home. I go, well, why don't you get the hell out of my house and go back home to your 80-degree temperatures? Hashtag when relatives stay too long for the holidays. Hey, you had something that you wanted to talk about all morning. Do you want to talk about that now or do you want to wait till tomorrow? Yeah, this has you written all over it. It's the... Um when I saw this, I thought of you immediately. You're the first person that came to my mind. Good. Samsung right. has developed an oven that features a camera inside that detects what you're making and suggests improvements on it based on that. It also has the ability to live stream the video of your food cooking. Now, I thought, okay, how narcissistic of a of a cook of a of a chef do you think you are if you need to live stream it for everybody to see? Oh, this is how, this is how my casserole is turning out. But I think it's a great thing if you want to, if depending on how clear it is, if you want to see the progress of your food. Because I don't know about you, but our oven, you know, it could use a cleaning. And that that whole uh, window thing with the tempered glass and the so when you turn the light on, you can't really see how brown. Yeah, you turn the light on, you could kind of get a good idea. But I always end up opening. By the way, I know I always end up opening it up, anyways. You know, but then you let the cold air in and everything. Sure, the heat out. Check on it. It's best uh, to not open the door. Yeah, no, I understand that, but I I want to get a good look at what it is. I don't. I know you understand that. I'm just pixelated look pixelated look at it so So why did you think of me when you read this because you are all about technology like when traeger made it available to like wi-fi monitor your your barbecue or your smoker yeah that was nice you were all about that about that but then it's like where's the skill in that you just haven't your hand through the process then you then you rest on the laurels of the tech technology and then when it's not about skill it's about convenience it's about convenience uh with the traeger for example you could say oh man i gotta run to the store but i get the meat on and i need to turn it down in like 15 minutes oh wait i can do it from my phone anywhere i have cell service i can adjust the temperature i can constantly watch what the meat probe is because really what I found out, and it's because of the Traeger, and other people have found it out other ways, when you're cooking meat, it's all about the internal temperature, the rate you cook it, and uh, when it's done. And that's what's nice about that. This camera thing, not a bad idea. Um, we got one of those uh, Omaha steak packages. My parents bought it for us for Christmas. And so we were having uh, you know some fillets one night. It came with these scalp potatoes. They look like when they prepare them, they put them in like a, an oversized muffin pan. Right, and then they they cook them, and then they freeze them, and then all you do is put them in your oven on a cookie sheet, and then you know four twenty five for twenty minutes to you know, but you don't want them to get over browned, and so I kept watching them, and I thought God, it would have been great if I could have sat on my ass watching football while these things were in the oven, and I could have just looked at my phone, so I didn't have to get up and keep going into the kitchen. God forbid I get more exercise. I mean, where do you live? Do you live in the Taj Mahal? How far is the kitchen from the living room? It's like 20 or 30 feet. 
not that far. <laughs> it's actually open to the kitchen. But my chair's on the other side of the room. You just have, have the, the optimal. Kitchen. Yeah, you don't have the optimal <laughs> angle of the TV from the kitchen. You just get a kind of a side <laughs> side view of I it. I mean, come on. No, but I mean, I, I, you know, they got cameras in refrigerators. Why would they have cameras in ovens? It's only a matter of time. But you know this is going to be extended to the Traeger. Traeger's going to hop on this as soon as they possibly can. Know, this new Traeger they have now is so expensive and so ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure it's really nice, but it's like, come on, all right? The, we, we started with a pellet smoker, and now we have this thing. I don't know. I, thought, I think it's bag. very interesting that Traeger has gone in that direction. When they had, because, you know, when they lost the pri- proprietary technology and there's all these copycats that flooded the market that smoke meat pretty much just the same as the Traeger. In some cases, I've heard of instances in which they do a better job than the Traeger. And yeah, Traeger there's grills out there. I like better. Yeah, and, and Traeger has raised the price <laughs> and added uh, gadgets and bells and whistles, but I thought that their prices would come down to match. They're the Kleenex the... of tissue. No, you know what I mean? Right. When you say, give me a, you don't say, give me a tissue. I mean, some people may, but most people say, give me a Kleenex. They're tr- hey, I'm going to Traeger it. I mean, people just say Traeger all the time now. You know, if you have I a really pit boss or a Green Mountain a or a... Yeah. Magic chef, you don't say, I'm going to magic chef that turkey. You say, I'm going to trigger it. You People on the 805 text lines, uh, Pooch wants to know uh, if you know the guy that killed all the people in Moscow, Idaho. No, or I do alleged, not know the person. I don't, I've never had an interaction with Goldberger. I guess he's on his way back today. Um, no, I do not know the guy. He just moved here, Pooch, in August. All right. So he's only lived here since August to start his PhD. I don't know him. I don't hang out around campus. So I don't know. I don't know that person. I have been by What's the that house. What's that say about your university? The house has uh, got like, oh, I told you yesterday. It's just full of, you know, TV stations, all the networks and the, everything. What's that say about your university's job of vetting people before they allow them in the, the uh, criminal justice? Well, he program. was a, a very good student, so... I think that says enough right there. I don't think they, you know, he had no zero criminal history. So, yeah, I think he was vetted okay. But not everybody okay. turns out normal, unfortunately. This guy's a weirdo, and we'll find out more about him, I guess, hopefully in the next day or two. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Ever wonder what it's like to work with Jeff and Jeremy? Why are you so cranky? It's early. Let's be real with people. Uh, let's okay? be real. Work with them at home on demand by subscribing to Jeff and Jeremy in the morning, wherever you get your podcasts. All the benefits of working with them with none of the smell. Oh, somebody light a match. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ.